0: New Yo, what's up? Welcome to Cat 6 Cheesemass once again. What's up, we, guys? We're in the bowling alley. This is Gabe Electronica. Here with my nigga Buckets. What up, so man? The Shout out
1: AMF Bowling Alley. We're here know.
0: with the squad. Every Tuesday. Podcast Central. Uh, we actually <elét enorme> we have a, our guest today is Kenya.
2: Yo. Yep.
0: Shout out to Kenya for coming through. For the second time. For the second time. <laughs> she was our original first podcast interviewee. And, you know... It was a it was a work in progress. So this is the second time. Hopefully, it's gonna be a lot better. And uh,
1: we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, we had some technical uh, difficulties. Too so, much
0: Nutella.
2: Too yeah, much Nutella.
1: Right? Some special Nutella might yeah. have been taken, and might not have been feeling well after a yeah. few. But you know, it was the first podcast, and uh, we was mad rookie about it. But now we we got you back as promised.
2: Yeah.
1: What's up? How you feeling?
2: I'm feeling pretty good. I'm pretty, pretty, I suck at bowling.
1: Why do you say you suck at bowling?
2: Well, I mean, I've gotten like eight gutters, but you know, you know.
1: Gutter, gutter.
2: It's been a long time since I bowled. All
1: right, cool. That's what's up. How's your day?
2: It was good. Yeah. I uh, today was my day off. I didn't really do shit, but like, cat six through the city. <laughs> All right, you cat sixed into the city? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, mostly so like to Queens, yo. Everybody wants to fucking cat six you on the bridge. Some dude on an electric Schwinn almost bodied me, like two. I ain't got no lock ring.
1: Queens get the money. Queen I mean, stay getting the money, right? Damn, but why you got no lock ring? What's up?
2: It's not my bike. It's a loner. and uh, the person who rides it rides it with no lock ring.
1: Yeah, wild But boy. I was like,
2: <laughs> I was riding on the 15 side, which has a lock ring. But I was like, let me see what the 17 feels like since I race tomorrow.
1: Who's man? Lala. Damn.
0: My Shout name is Latte. Shout out to my name is Latte, Crankshift. In the building, again, in the building. Yo, uh, out just, here uh, skating with
2: no lockering.
0: For, for the people that don't know you, Kenya, you want to give us a quick little uh, intro, a little bio? Yeah, you know, Tell us about yourself. Just a little bit. All
2: right, uh, so I'm 22. I moved here two years ago or something like? like that. Okay. No, you good? Uh, <laughs> I ride bikes. I'm on crankshifts. Um, I'm a dispatcher. Which is like new. I used to be a messenger. dispatch up. I Lalo's over there talking shit. I don't know what he said under his breath.
0: Who's man?
2: But um, yeah. I
1: heard about a, a GMC. Oh, Lalo said oh. about a GMC bike that you started out with.
2: Yeah, my yellow and black Denali. And hey, you gotta come. You got That gotta... shit weighed like 40 pounds. This shit was like 86 pounds. It was like 86 pounds. Yeah, it was heavy.
0: It was heavy, but It was before
2: I had my first fixie, you and then first... I didn't. I didn't really upgrade. I had a pure fix which was like 50 pounds, but you know. A lot
1: easier to walk up the steps?
2: A lot easier. To, I was like, yo, this shit, man, like compared to my last bike. Nah. So, yeah.
1: Talk about how you got the pure fix.
2: So the person that I was living with, um, when I first moved here, he was like this weird guy. He was a nudist, we were, but that's another story. He had a bunch of bikes because he would buy them off the people that he lived with. And so after like meeting people, I was like, yo, I want to ride a fixed gear. I want to ride a single speed. Like, my shit's mad bobo, so why the fuck not? So I started talking to him, and he's like, yeah, well, I have this bike locked up in the backyard, and it's a single speed, and so I checked it out. It was a size that fit me. I, 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 that's what I thought, it turned out to be a 46. But, so I bought it, it was like a hundred bucks, and that was my first fixed gear bike.
1: Mmm. damn. <laughs> Didn't really have a follow-up for that one, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you out? Oh, I so you giving the mic? Oh, I know, so she can have a mic All right, cool, cool, that's what's up. So now you got a mic. <laughs> I got a mic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, no, so, okay, so then you had a Purefix. And uh, from the Purefix, what did you get?
2: So I didn't know any better, and I bought myself an NJS frame. So that okay. was my first real frame.
1: Off oh, of, like, eBay?
2: Um, off of NJS Export. Okay. I was so hyped because, like, it was on sale. They were having, like, a 20% off coupon. I was, like, asking everybody. I'm like, yo. It has a dura headset and it has like this kind of bottom bracket. Is it good? Is it good? And I was like, yeah, get that shit. So I bought that shit. And um, wow, I wish you could see pictures of it now. I looked at a picture of it the other day when it was brand new. Mm -hmm. Still had all the paint. Now that shit looks like it's a beater through and through because I use that shit to work.
1: And that was your race bike as well for a while, right?
2: Yeah, that was the... I think I did Marqueta on that race, which was my first Alley Cat. Yeah, I did. That was the first paint chips I ever put on that (laughs) that bike. You
1: You took a bad spell in there?
2: Well, it was a ra- it was cross borough, and I still wasn't really familiar with all the boroughs yet. I took Randall's Island Bridge, took it coming down. First time. First time. Ooh. I wasn't ready.
1: Down took- the tunnel, right? Yeah.
2: No, when you're coming into Randall's Island, you know how the br- the bridge comes down, and then there's that wall, so oh. you have to cut left or cut right. I ate mad wall. I have the scars still. Mm. So mad chip paints. Yeah. Paint chips. Yeah. How did you finish that race? I didn't. I like got really lost in Queens. Yeah. And then uh, so by the time we got to the city, I had fucked up and like missed a bunch of checkpoints. All the checkpoints were closed. So it was my first race, but it was also the first race where I died. I should have like followed Devin Armstrong when his girlfriend told me to, but I was like, no no no. I'm gonna follow this kid because I know him and I know he knows the city and he didn't know where the fuck he was going. I ended up in like I ended up in that skate park in the Bronx. Yeah. So we went down the skate park. Lake Stadium? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then we ended up—yeah, I'm I'm no, good. you're good, you're right. And then we ended up off-roading. Okay. So, and I felt bad because my friend Alex—he had a fucked-up collarbone, but I had no traction, and so I ended up just sliding in the dirt, hitting him, falling, hitting my head. I'm pretty sure I got a concussion because I was mad dizzy after. But I, fi- I still tried to finish the race. Ah. Yeah. and then we ended up chucking our bikes in the highway, like we—so we hopped this fence. We chucked our bikes over the fence, then we ran across the highway, then chucked our bikes over the other fence, and went up some kind of bridge shit, and then got to the Yankee Stadium where the big bat was.
1: Was this a cyclocross race? It might as well been. <laughs> it might as well been. All that fucking climbing you're doing.
2: Yo. Yeah. And running across highways.
1: And this is your first alley cat. This is
2: my first ever alley cat.
1: Jesus. Yeah. What a way to ring it in.
2: Yo, and I was hooked after, and I just what? kept doing them.
1: Yeah, what made you like want to go out the first time?
2: Well, actually, it was... I felt like I wasn't ready, but you, Clyde, everybody kept pushing me to do it, so I said fuck it. I'll do it.
1: You wanted to be fixing in the street with us. Yeah. We saw that you had enough.
2: So, yeah, so I did it, and then I died, but after that, I was like, I have to keep doing it. This shit's mad fun.
1: That was one of the first times you wore a helmet, right?
2: Yeah. I was wearing this bobo ass helmet from when I used to play roller derby. That shit did not fit my head, and I still yeah. got a concussion yeah. from, from falling that time.
1: But shit, at least that is some protection, yeah, it did. right?
2: Yeah, Yeah, wear helmets, kids.
1: Wear <laughs> helmets, yeah, for real, yo. Because if uh, I took a couple spills, if I didn't have my, you know, my helmet, it would have been, would have been bad.
2: Yeah, I've taken such a bad spill that I cracked my helmet. So it's definitely important.
1: Yeah. So, um, as a lady in the scene, like. How, were you nervous to, like, join this race or, like...
2: Not a, No, not even. Um. I mean, not because of, like, any fact that I was scared. I just, like, I've ridden with you guys. I felt comfortable riding in the streets, like...
1: And how long were you in New York
2: oh, prior shit. to your race? I think, like, four months.
1: Only four months.
2: I started... I moved... I think I moved here August 2014. And then I started doing mess work in November. And... Wasn't Marqueta the next August?
1: It was uh, maybe before August.
2: So, I think Summer Alley Cat was August. Yeah. So I'd, I'd been riding since like December, January, because I started doing messenger work in the winter. And then that, so it would have been that summer, that summer was Summer Alley Cat, I mean Marqueta. So probably like four months, five months I'd been riding.
1: Wow. Yeah. And uh, you basically only like knew the city, right?
2: Yeah, and barely that. So, yeah.
1: yeah, that's why you might have been lost and like, you said Queens?
2: I got lost everywhere. everywhere. Everywhere, right? Everywhere.
1: Yeah. Google Maps?
2: Nah, I think my phone died at some point, and, like, Google Maps just wasn't giving me good directions. I still yeah. kept getting lost. I couldn't orient myself in the city, so I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I, don't, I think I'm heading towards the Bronx. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like Google Maps knows when you're fucking racing. And it's like, yo, I'm not going to work with you right now. Let
2: me give you the that, worst directions possible. Let me give
1: you the slowest directions. You got to make like six turns before you get there.
2: It's one, really one mile away. But let me make you go seven miles out your fucking way.
1: Seriously, yo. Ew. That's why it's like, I think it's an advantage that you actually, well, you used to ride, you uh, used to work on the bike, right?
2: Yeah, I did, I did. And now you're
1: a dispatcher? Now I'm a dispatcher. So talk about like riding on the bike. Especially Ooh. traffic in the city while you're working?
2: So, at first, like, I never thought anything of it. Like, it would just be like, all right, fuck it. I would just hop into the streets and, like, I wasn't. Oh, the first time. So, the first time my job ever put me on as a messenger, I had a rush job.
1: Because you were a walker, right?
2: Yeah, I was a walker. Shout out I, to start, the I started out, Shout as out as a foot messenger. Walkers. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they still getting money? Hell yeah. Fucking. Uh so, the first time they put me on the bike finally after, like, months of asking them and I had a rush job. It was raining. I fucking, my brakes weren't working and I ended up, I ended up sliding into a minivan and like hitting my throat because the guy was, the guy was parked in the middle of the street and he started reversing out of nowhere. And at this point, like, you know, I was a fucking rookie. I mean, I'm still a rookie, but I had no fixie handling skills. Nah, so yeah. I just like, I tried to break like,
0: nah. and I
2: just like, I ended up sliding and he was reversing. Oh, so and he like, mean that, yo, I left the ill, I'm not a light person. I left the ill dent in his minivan. Good for that shit.
0: <laughs> and then
2: I was like, oh, I got this rush job. And I just yeah, yeah, kept going. I couldn't breathe. I was crazy. like, fuck it. I have to drop off this job. That's crazy. So, yeah, that was the first time I ever rode my bike in the city as a messenger.
0: That's crazy. That's a crazy-ass experience, <laughs> especially for the first time.
2: Um, what else did you want to
0: ask? Oh, what, were you, what, did, what did you already cover? You were saying uh, you asked about uh, her, her first cat, Her first race. Her uh, first race, uh how, how does it feel now that you've been already like a little bit more established in the scene and like you know you, you actually threw your own race right with, you, yeah with Kato. Have, with Cato, you know what i mean you threw your own race uh you've been racing you've won you did the velo like you know like it's different now obviously than when you first started so oh yeah
2: feel? it's a it's a different feeling because um i definitely like as time has gone on fallen in love with cycling and it's definitely because like i always liked riding my bike but like I feel like in part when I first started rating, racing it was like also my competitive nature like all right I got this I want to do this like and then now it's all like oh shit this bike is my gateway like this and like so I also want to introduce other people to that so like that's why I do a lot of the things that I do and I want to introduce people to the racing community I want especially women I want them to come out I yeah, want yeah. them to feel like they're safe like come out and fucking and race they should, they you know they should
0: feel like they're safe there yeah. shouldn't be any they shouldn't not come out to race because they don't feel safe like that's crazy you know what i mean yeah and not even because of the racing but because of other issues yeah obviously. yeah exactly you know what i mean so that's that's crazy um it's your turn to go bowl so we're gonna let you bowl, and then when you come back we got some more questions all right word yep what's up guy what's poppin'? ain't hey, shit man i'm about to ask her
1: about um like she's still new on the scene so how does she feel like kind of like picking up the flag Picking up the torch for the women and trying to break yeah. down some of the
0: barriers. Yeah, because she's she's pretty big, so. Yeah. Well, people respect her in a sense, so it's like. And it's, it's basically overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty it quick. Day. Yeah. She started, she came through, she started showing niggas, and now they're showing her the love and respect, you know.
1: Shout-outs to her, man. Fucking, we started with her at Amazon. Well, she started with us. She started with us at Amazon, right? Started with right? us, yeah. Day over here, right? Started for some fuck
0: shit, and then came out, and now she's riding, and
1: yo, it's good, it's dope. The, the progression is lit. Yeah, right. Aggression is definitely lit. So she's back and she just dabbed. Yeah, she um, just dabbed. We're right. still dabbing out here. Yeah, we dab. 2016. we still dabbing. Still yeah, early. But, um, yeah, uh, I want to ask you. So like you're you're still re- like relatively new on the scene, yet you're a big influence on like the femme cycling part. Uh, talk about like kind of like almost like grabbing the torch and like trying to break down like doors for, the, for like you guys.
2: Well, I've always, so, before I even started riding a bike, I've always been, really been about like doing those kinds of organizing, I lived in New Orleans, I'm like a very political person, my life is very politically driven, and a lot of that has to do with the way I was raised by my parents, so, before I would try to do things for femmes, try to, whatever it was, get them in, like, create a community, create a space, create affinity space where they could feel safe, where they could express themselves in whatever aspect I was interested in so I felt like it was only natural like as I became involved in cycling and I saw the way that like, misogyny kind of is ex- exists and sexism kind of exists, and, like, crazy. the way the scene kind of is excluded for women, or if, it's like, if it, women are involved, it's because we're, like, podium girls or whatever. We're not taken seriously as riders or cyclists. It just
1: doesn't. You just don't feel welcome?
2: Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's also, like, you have to look at the fact that the way races are thrown, if like, so there's no equal payout. Why would I want to come race your race if, like, you're not treating me as an equal? Okay. So things like that. So it, w- it felt only natural that I would try to create a space where, like, Women would come, or and femmes would yeah. come and race and like feel comfortable, or feel welcome, and feel like they won't have to deal with like misogyny or sexism or being sexualized. Because I've been to, ra- I've been racing in races and had someone comment on like my fucking kit. It's like, dude, all these other people are out here kitted up. I don't see you commenting on his thighs or his ass. So go fuck yourself. Like that kind of thing, you know?
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's I can see where that could definitely be annoying. It's like, I guess. Puerto Rican parade back in the early 2000s. You don't want to deal with that. That shit is it's it's bad. It's bad. Um, uh, Going to like the equal pay. Some people like not me, but some people feel that uh, they there shouldn't be equal pay because they're like not equal. Like there's not the same amount of women racing but
2: that's the problem and it's like it's a thing that we that I repeatedly say my teammate Chelsea repeatedly says if yeah. you build it They will come if you create if you make these things like race, yeah. se- All women's race Yo, they, knew, they knew they were gonna Good get shit. prizes that like We're fucking fair because even in alley cats. There's a lot of times the prizes aren't equal dudes yeah. get new frames Some of the women we get like what like a fucking helmet and some gloves like that's not equal yeah. payout There's nothing about that is equal so now, if you build it, they'll come out and race. Well, La Bruja race fucking settled that. 70 plus women came out and raced.
1: Now, if you say equal, shouldn't it be like in total? Like where wherever you get, that's what you got since it's what equal. What do you mean? So let's say there's not. you're trying to be equal, but there's not like first female. If you want to be equal, it has to be that you have to come top three.
2: I think about that a lot. And honestly, I don't necessarily think that's fair because... Someone broke it down the other day, and it's like most of the time when you look at the number of racers that are in a race, yeah. it's like seven dudes for every one woman. Yeah. And so it's like the probability of a man coming higher is higher because there are more men racing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what would happen if we leveled the playing field? Look at Red Hook Crit. A couple of years ago, a woman took first place. It's possible. It's just a matter of loving the playing field. And again, creating those scenarios where women are granted that equal payout, so they want to come out and race.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, this definitely should be shaken up. Uh, I definitely don't think we're outdated with that. Yeah. And uh, you should definitely have your share. Uh, you know, some people still think like.
2: And they're always sadly. gonna. It's, they're always gonna think that way because some people are so set in their ways. They're not willing yeah. to change. But I think. It's important for like even just the society we live in like cycling is just a microcosm of like this bigger picture yeah. So it's important for us to even start with the smaller things start changing it there Because once we start changing it there, then we start changing it on the grander scale
1: Cool, cool um, So you guys, right, you guys are mostly united as a whole front?
2: No, because as, as with anything, it's like there are going to be people who are like a little bit apologetic like some people don't want to like ruffle feathers. They don't want to make other people angry I'm not one of those people. I don't give a f- I don't give an F about what other people you think
1: You You curse, you curse, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm cursing too ain't much. Ain't nobody outside. paying on bills. This is this um, pop the Trump. I personally yeah. don't give a fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I personally
2: don't give a fuck what people think about me And it's like I'm very solid in what I believe in and because again, that's how I was raised If right. I believe this is the right way, I'm gonna believe it's the right way Yeah, and I'm not gonna like sit here and be like oh, well, that's okay. Like, even with my friends, if they say something fucked up, I call them out on it. Yeah. Because it's like, if you love someone, you're going to open their eyes and you're going to make them realize what's going on around them.
1: Right, right. And
2: they may not see it because they've been raised a certain way or because their lifestyle was a certain way that they're closed off from it. But it's like, everyone has their own shoes and sometimes you have to take yours off and put on someone else's. And so you can see from their viewpoint and you can see what it is that they're going through.
1: Yeah. Not just like one-sided.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because I feel like um, from what I've seen on Facebook and shit, most of the girls aren't united as a whole front.
2: And that's the thing too, it's like, I feel like, like certain girls and most the ladies,
1: gonna, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna ladies.
2: say, most ladies, I'm not gonna say any names, but because the scene is so male dominated, they try to play to like what the men are saying and they try to side with them. It's like, yo. When it comes down to it, those dudes don't give a fuck about you. Like, I'm sorry. And as soon as you walk away, they're going to call you a bitch. They're going to say whatever it is about you. And it's, like, because you're letting them do this. You're saying these things because you want to cater to them and you want to play favorites to them. But it's, like, in the end, you're still not going to be treated like an equal, even though you're doing these things. Now, is it
1: just the dudes? Because I know, like, it's been, like, girl versus girl. In what way? And, uh, like, some sides don't feel like... Because you have, like... mm
2: So, I get what you're saying. Like so some people will call themselves feminists and then other girls will reject feminism because they're like well I don't understand well we're equal and it's like but we're not and just because you may think we are doesn't mean that that's the case Yeah. and again it's like they're trying to curry favor you can't curry favor like you can't you can't do certain things because you want to be treated like an equal and then turn around and do these like do these con- contradictory ass things, and then lo- it just makes you look like a hypocrite. Like, so you want to do this one thing, but then when another situation arises, you don't want it to be parallel. You don't want it to be the same. Like, you can't curry. Like, you can't pick what parts of feminism you want and don't want. That's not how it fucking works. Yeah. It's like equality for all. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. So no, no, you continue. I mean, I know you were speaking your point. Yeah, that's what like, yeah, no, it. Yeah, I get
2: it. It's, it's like anything. It's like when you come to any situation where you have a party that's being marginalized, certain people within that marginalized group have varying opinions. It doesn't mean that that one person is right. It's like someone might be like, well, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example. No, no, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's like white people saying the N-word. Got it. Some black people are okay with that, but for the most part, not. it's not an okay thing Man. to do. So, like, it's the same with feminism. Like, there's gonna be people that are tr- that are gonna be trying to be apologetic because they don't want to hurt people's feelings and they don't want to step on toes. I'm not afraid to do that.
1: And hey, you're getting better. You're getting better as the night goes. You got to come out a few more. And then yeah. Then you know. uh-huh. get nice. there. You go. You get nice. I'm just getting a curve on now. Yeah. I'm yeah. Peep that shit. Yeah. Out here shit. I
0: took pointers from Cisco.
1: Oh, you good? That's shit. It. We,
2: we a lot of
0: action. No, not I not like had two left. All right, cool. So uh, I'm gonna get into some shit that uh, we spoke about earlier before the, we even started the interview. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna—I don't have to mention any names, but me and you spoke about it already. So, uh, how do you—how do you feel about the situation? And the situation I'm talking about for people that are listening is that uh, we had another interviewer—interviewee—come on. And, you know, she mentioned Kenya as being a little bit of uh, not as supportive as she thought she could have been, or, you know, maybe calling her name, whatever, like some bullying type shit. I, I, don't, I don't know the full story, and that's why we're here, so I'm here to ask Kenya, what is she, maybe it was Mr. Screw, maybe it was misunderstanding, maybe it is, she's a bully, whatever, but I'm going to ask Kenya right now, what's up, Kenya? So How do you feel about that situation?
2: Oh, yeah, I like this song. Um.
0: <laughs> Drake out here.
1: Shout out to Rihanna
0: Drake. Shout out to Rihanna Drake. Hips
2: on your way. But yeah, how do you Go feel way about that? Way. You, do you, yeah. um, okay, so, I mean, she already said my name in the fucking interview, so I don't really care. The, so, the first time I met Gato was at Summer Alley Cap, you know? We raced together, she, like, T-boned a car and got a flat and didn't finish. And then, but after that, like, that kind of was, like, the starting relationship of, like, how we how we met, basically. Like, I'd always see her in the Fixed Gear page, and I was like, oh, this girl's kind of a troll. For life. I, yeah, for real. But I never posted on the page. From and then like I, I finally met her. And so we raced that race together. I think she got like my number or something. She bagged my digits.
1: Oh, got the digits? No DMs? <laughs> Straight uh, digits? No DM?
2: No DM, just digits. But oh, um, yeah, so then like I got her to come out and race afternoon special because she was hungover and she didn't want to. And then I think after that was when she asked me if I wanted to help her with the race. And I was like, yeah. because. Um, Remember we had already spoken about throwing like an all-girls race, but like for the following summer You,
1: Victor, Yeah,
2: so it was already like in the works, we were already thinking about it But when she approached me, I was like, oh, okay, even better Like I would love to throw an all-women's race with another woman
1: Especially as two women Especially as as two women who are messengers like who
2: race, throwing a race So I was like, yeah, word So we started throwing the race and we got to like know each other or whatever And then so as time got on like, you know, we would would hang out all the time because we were throwing the race and I really wanted, she was always talking about racing and wanting to be fast. Like, we were trying to get her to come out to laps, come out to whatever, doing whatever. She felt like she didn't need to because she said something like, when she first moved here, she went to all the laps and the shit, and she didn't feel like she had to anymore because she had already established herself. I was like, word.
0: Oh, God. So she... So basically, you guys are like, well, you, you, did, you uh-huh. did you mention Chelsea, too? Or? No, 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 no. This was
2: like when I was right, when me and Jason and Clyde got would go it, get some it. laps done in like Central or like got the two it. lap so, jazz. So you were
0: trying to put her on, like, look, if we're going to do this, I'm Yeah, gonna like if you want to race, race. Like, race, like, like each other, come like, out and race and like, she, like
2: we can train together, whatever.
0: But you're saying she felt like.
2: She felt like she had a. She felt like. I'm already out here. They know me. I don't need to race. to like. She felt like messenger work was enough for her. It was enough herself to be like. Well, and enough for her, like enough training for her. And I'm like, yo, that's not training though.
0: Isn't. not not if you're seriously thinking about racing no.
2: yeah so so like that was like that scenario and we continued to throw the race and like honestly towards the end of the race like we didn't like each other wow. and like that was just it like you yeah, spend still. that much time with another person you get sick of being around them yeah. and it's like even after we like I can't I pull away one from people when I don't want to be around them anymore and yeah. I'm just like yo I'm out but
1: you guys were attached at the hip for a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: well, we were throwing a race together every day. We would get together and like Man, plan the race. America. I couldn't even hang out with other friends because like we like decided to throw this race so last minute that like we had six minutes, to get six minutes, six weeks to get the shit done. So it was like every day we were trying to work on it, every day. Talk
1: so about it. like writing the emails and shit.
2: Writing, yeah, I was like, I, I don't I wrote so many fucking emails. I got burnt out of writing emails. I was like, okay. yo, you're writing emails now. I can't do this shit yeah. no more. So yeah, it's to be a bit
0: of team effort.
2: Yeah. So, after a while, it was just kind of like, all right, I can't be around you. And we started working together too, which was just a lot.
0: Yeah, I feel you. It just, yeah, I just fell apart as friends.
2: Yeah. But and there's
0: no really no animosity. It's not like you're going to fucking pull up and start smacking the shit out of no, You, you know, know what day, I mean? Like, yeah. I saw it the other
2: day, I just don't say shit to her because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nothing to say to her. Hey, yeah, 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 I don't And that's just now. what it is. And it's like, I always wanted to see her come out and race more. I always wanted to see her race more. But, like, I just t- kind of stopped liking who she was as a person, if I'm going to be real about Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Because she was. Kind of a jerk, and I can be a jerk too, so it's like. So two jerks I, don't make up. Yeah, omelet. I'm like, uh, if you get hot headed, I'm gonna get so hot headed. And yeah. it's like, I'm not about it. Like, I'm just not with it, so I dipped, and that's it. She- I'm not
1: mad at that. You guys did uh, beat me to Checkpoint one time. Oh, yeah, the that afternoon, afternoon special? Yeah. yeah. I was pretty like, oh shit,
2: they got, yeah. they got me here. Well, we took a good way, you know? You went yeah. down and we went up.
1: Yeah, so. I don't know what the fuck I was doing.
2: I looked at you like, Jay, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. I was just out there to get it. Yeah. Just, yeah, I was fucking around. It was, uh, it was a Saturday. Yeah, we weren't. E- you weren't even
2: taking that race seriously because yeah. you were racing with me most of the time, and I know you're faster than me. Nah, nah, so, come on. I'll yeah, 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 yeah whatever.
1: whatever. A little bit. Well, when I saw you at, <laughs> a point, little when I saw you at the first checkpoint, I'm like, all right, so we're going to do this shit together. Remember yeah. when we sprinted up West
2: End? Yo, I'm sorry, but we dipped on her. <laughs> yeah. We were out. It was pretty bad. Yeah. What, uh, what ratio were you rocking? 48, 17, 47, 17.
1: Is that what you usually race in the streets?
2: Yeah, I don't do like the forty-nine, fifteen shit. I mean, I probably could now because I can stop it better, yeah. but back then I was such a noob, I couldn't like, I couldn't stop a, a 15. I couldn't even ride a 15. I remember I rode a 16 once, and I was out for two weeks, mad sore and tired. Uh, so,
1: uh,
2: yeah, how do you feel about, uh,
1: like, Like, you're racing. What do you want to accomplish with your racing? I
2: want to be an Olympic track cyclist. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's the end game. I'm a little injured and fucked up right now, but I'm hoping in the next year, you know, I'll heal up. And, like, I'm trying to take my – I'm doing what – I'm, like, I have a lot of limitations right now because I'm injured, but hopefully, like, two – like, my end game is, like, three to four years, Olympics.
1: So are the – like, are you going to keep doing alley cats? No.
2: I can't. Like, I'm too injured. I, I fucked up my spine. So it's like, it's not worth it to me if I get hit by a car, if I hit a car, if I take too nasty of a spill, I could slip a disc. Yeah. It's not worth it. That's why I stopped being a messenger, too. Yeah, I'm right. taking my racing way too seriously.
1: You want to get off the bike. Yeah. Smart. How do you feel about, uh, you know, because shit can happen even at the velodrome. Are you going to be at the velodrome?
2: I am going to be at the velodrome.
1: you going to do crits?
2: Definitely going to do crits. Yeah. I'm going to do as much racing as I can fit. I want to do cyclocross. I want to do fucking road so you're races. Trying to, you're
1: trying to actually, like, move sanction. You want to be, like
2: one i don't know i do keep one i do want to do fixed gear crits most fixed gear crits are unsanctioned unsanctioned and i, I know the risk but i feel like the risk is more worth more worthwhile as a cyclist than an alley cat yeah. it's like alley cats are for street cred and i get that but i don't really like that's not the the direction that i want to head
1: all right so you don't want to race uh alley cats anymore i definitely want to throw them though all right that's what i was going yeah with. i was like yo you you ain't got no fucking the number one girls race ever.
2: I definitely, going forward, I want to throw more races. I want to throw. 70 women. Crits are definitely another thing I'm thinking about throwing in yeah. the future. I want to create a very strong female cycling presence in New York City. I want women to come out and race, and I want them to shred the streets. I want them to shred crits. I want to create. I want everyone. Whenever I talk to people about other things, like people are throwing races and I address the issues that they're like. You know, in their races, like, whether there's not equal payout, they're always like, well, be the change. It's like, I'm fucking out here being the change. I'm doing the damn thing, and I have many plans to keep doing the damn thing. Thank you very much.
1: All right. I was wondering, uh, you still want to be a presence in the alley cat scene, of course. Definitely.
2: I still want to be a presence in the street cycling scene. That's where I started. You never forget your roots, you know?
1: Exactly. Streets.
2: Yeah, streets.
1: Streets. It's,
2: um, It's a very big part of, like, who I am. It's a very big part of my heart. It's just me personally. I probably can't and shouldn't keep doing street races. Now I might do a couple, but, like, right. you know, I might do Monster Track next year, but that's about you it. You got to get that bag. Maybe, maybe. Yo, I keep talking
1: about this fucking bag. I, I Chelsea this race bag. this year. Yeah. She got me,
2: but maybe next year I'll have it.
1: Back-to-back bags for her, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: fucking killing it.
2: Yeah, she's a she, beast, yo. I'm
1: about to, yo, let me hold one. No, 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 I got to <laughs> earn my shit, though. I, I wouldn't even feel right, like, rocking that bag. It's like a belt that you can't have. And then, um... So, I, I want to feel like, you think, can you mend like, mend the fences with Gado to actually, like, throw another, uh, Malabruja race?
2: Who knows? Because that shit
1: was so big, and it did so much for the women in cycling, like.
2: The thing, the thing with people is that, like, everyone's constantly in a flux, but the thing is, is, like, I'm not going to change my views, and it's, like, and it may seem, like, kind of harsh, but it's, like, if you're not in line with what I'm trying to do, if you're not in line with, like, the situations and like the things that I'm trying to create and the way, then, trying and the way I'm trying to do it that's the word I was looking yeah. for the way I'm trying to do it then it's like to me it doesn't seem like our vision is the same at that point so it's like do I want to keep doing this with someone who doesn't share my vision vision or do I want to like compromise my views you know and it's like I'm not gonna com- like compromise who I am as a person and yeah. that's what it comes down to
1: all right cool um, so talk about uh, racing under the shift banner
2: Oh, it's fun. Um, It's definitely, like, it's really cool to have a team that pushes you and then, like, calls you out on your shit and doesn't let you be a baby bitch about shit. Um, I I remember when Chelsea asked me, I was so excited. I, like, wanted to run around screaming. It, It definitely is amazing. And... Um, I like being on CrankShift, yeah. That's
1: what's up. Yeah, yeah, Shout, yeah. Out to crank shift. Shout out to CrankShift. Shout
2: out to CrankShift. All
1: day, right? Yeah, we're right, cool. teal and black. Also, uh, you got your Rotoguerra on the way.
2: Yeah, I'm picking it up on Friday. Yeah.
1: Okay. Black yeah. and gray?
2: Black and gray Arragante, Um right. Being built up at Beer Bikes. Rotogueras are great frames. Nuno's a wonderful sponsor for us. Shout our out team. Nuno. Yo, hell yeah, Nuno. Thank you. So I'm really excited to race on that frame. I've had it for like a month now, two months now. And I'm finally getting it built up. Yeah. So next after that's hopefully a road bike.
1: Okay. Yeah. Make your way up, right? Goals, goals. So um, again, as as like taking the flag and trying to be an activist and you know being a leader in the women's scene. Just uh, in the y- scene in
2: general, not just the women's scene, but like.
1: Oh, I like. Yeah, yeah.
2: Creating the space for women within you, the scene.
1: Do you feel like you have a lot more haters now?
2: If I do, they don't say anything to my face. They, they wouldn't.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's why I think the scene is like we're, we're like in high school yeah. like people say shit and then bicker behind each other's back And then they'll tell their squad. Yeah, but everybody has a somebody on a squad so that shit gets around Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why we're trying to get like we're here trying to air it out so that we can keep at least face
2: I know people are really upset about me throwing rumble through the Bronx this year um, You ain't from the Bronx. I'm not from the Bronx <laughs> But you know what one of the OGs approached me and I was like yeah, I'll do it. It's it's not whether or not I'm from the Bronx. It's like whether or not I'm willing to take the torch, and I was. Yeah. And I know some people are upset about that because they felt like Tone should have thrown the race. But I'm doing it. I'm here.
1: I mean, if yeah, I mean he could have had a chance to throw, yeah. throw it right, and so he dropped the ball,
2: I guess. On he that. didn't drop the ball. It's more like old school beef that's like occurring. But I already said yes.
1: Fuck the beef. So, fuck oh, are oh, you married to Rumble? You Am said yes you married to Rumble? i did say yes you had to delay the you had to delay the um Part start of it right yeah
2: certainly like life got a little hectic um plus all my injuries and just a lot of things a lot of things have happened in the past few months i've called so far 2016 is the year of taking the l yeah and I, i'm really learning how to do that i mean well you're still fresh on the scene so yeah, you're gonna yeah. have
1: plenty of time to grow and shit. Uh, can you mention any projects that you're going to be involved in? Anything yeah, okay. that you're trying to do? Um,
2: yeah, there's a video project I'm working on right now. Oh, shit. Stay tuned for that. How um, come I don't
1: know about this?
2: Because it's on the Lolo. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you'll find out about it soon. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, probably in the next week or two. All right. Uh, there's that. I'm trying to throw more races. Um, I'm working we're, I'm working on a Femme of Color collective. Okay. So there's We Bike, there's Mujeres de movimiento. but I'm working on like... A group for femmes of color, you know, because okay. I feel like cycling Just is very... Of color? Yeah, because... Well, and then white allies are okay. They can be allies, but they're not in the group. And that's the thing is that cycling is still very white-dominated. So yeah. not only is it important to create a space for women, but it's important to create a space for people of color within cycling. Okay. Yeah.
1: Trying to, like, make our niche in the scene. Exactly,
2: exactly. Yeah. It's
1: hard out here, man. It is hard out here. Yeah. It, we look... You know, we're... We don't, we're not given the same chances, but once you give us a chance, and we're going to take full advantage of it. I remember I
2: posted a status recently, and people got really butthurt about it because I was like, well, it'd be nice to see more people of color in cycling with sponsorships and who get highlighted. And the fact of the matter is is that the face of cycling is still a white man. Yeah. And it's that's not how it is when you go to all these different scenes. You see a lot of brown people, and it's like, I want to see these people, and I want, like, Aisha is someone I look up to, Chelsea is yeah. someone I look up to. Those are all, like... People of color. It's like little girls and little boys need to see people that look like them, so yeah. that they can get inspired and want to hop on a bike as well. Okay,
1: I get that. I think I, I still see like because 'cause they're in the scene, and then they they reach this level, and then after that, you really don't hear them like try to still be positive, or like, oh, well, not positive, but trying to promote. I should like say. Like who? Well, like. Like what? Like Aisha. Like I know she's like first.
2: Aisha talks about race a lot in the scene. She talks about a lot of the things that she faces as a black woman, which I think is specifically important because there's not very many black people in cycling. Not that you see. I can name, in fixed Gear alone, I can name all of the people that I can think of in the United States on, like, one hand. Like, and to me, that's ridiculous. Like, these are, there's five sponsored racers that are, like, people of color for, like, what, all, like, 300,000 white people? That's kind of that's scary. Shout out to
1: Aisha McGowan. Sh- Aisha
2: McGowan, yeah. Right?
1: And, oh, something happened. Something happened in the bowling. But um, shout out to Aisha McGowan. She has a Vice article out. Yeah. Go check that BBC out.
2: BBC checked her out as well. Yeah. She has that article, too. So,
1: do you have Video. any, like, shout outs? Anybody you want to pick up?
2: Put me on the spot. I mean, you know. Sh- 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 shout out Sh- Shout out Sh- Shout Sh- out Sh- Gira. All my peoples. Yeah.
1: Brankshift, shout, shout out Brankshift. Shout out Dankshift. Yeah, shift. I
2: mean, like, I don't want to name names because then I, like, might forget somebody. Okay. But, like, shout out to Monique and her and her boo Elvis. Like, they've supported me a lot through cycling. Elvis yeah. lent me his GT so I could race six days at Cassina. I'm a broke bitch, yo. Yeah. Mad like, there's so many people that I could shout out. There's so many people who, like, sponsor me. Like, I'm not actually sponsored. But, like, I'm sponsored by my friends and my Fixie family. And, like, yeah, they yeah. hold me down because I probably would not be racing without them.
1: Dope, dope. So, uh, we could catch you at the track. At the track Wednesday nights,
2: Wednesday nights,
1: Friday night sprints,
2: Friday night sprints. Shout out to
1: Shardy bringing that back.
2: Hell yeah, crits coming soon.
1: Crits coming soon.
2: Yeah, where yo,
1: thank you for coming back. Thank you, it was great to have you.
2: Glad I wasn't Uh, on any Nutella treats this time. Oh,
1: right, right, it was a little bit better this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got better vocals. Yeah, and you have two strikes, you get another one. It's a turkey. You're supposed to get free wings, but we gotta talk to AMF about that. Oh, okay, yeah, so. You already know. I, we can't wait to have you back. Hell you're yeah. always more than welcome. Come every Tuesday. Come bowl with us. All right, sure. right Cat6s, we holla. Shout out Shout to Kenyon for right. coming
0: through. Shout out to AMF. Shout out to to, to Buckets. To Everybody that showed up Everybody tonight. Everybody that showed up Lalo, Yo. Dre, T. T. Shout out Pookie. to Pookie, my nigga Pookie right, in the street. are still out here, though.
1: Pookie. Right, Pookie. Uh, holla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Bike Stop Astoria. Bike Stop Astoria, yeah. Queens Please in get the building, the money. all that. So yeah. we'll catch
0: on next Tuesday. We already lit. All right, lit. guys. Next I'll Tuesday. Shout <laughs> out to Kanye, too. Life of Pablo. You're the only power.
2: You're the only power. You're the only power.